God is key to all round fruitfulness. All round. You shall take your sickness, and there shall be nothing barren among you or among the tribes. The number of the things that will fulfill you. We just read now how the bishop broke barriers in the life of Zechariah and his wife. He looked at the land, respite all the way to the spotting. Hear me. To be fruitful in the kingdom is to be fruitful in destiny. It is not possible. I'm talking about all that fruitfulness, not just the fruit of the woman. That's how to be fruitful for the kingdom is to be fruitful all round. Number nine, dedication to God is key to answer prayer. Is key to answer prayer. If I want to respect him, where were thou shalt Christ and have mercy on Zion. For the time to favor her, yet the same time is come. He went all the way to the 17. He said, and he will answer the prayer. He will regard the prayer of the destitute because they favor the thoughts of Zion. He will regard their prayer. He will not despise their prayer. The place of dedication is the place of answer prayer. You saw that in Joseph chapter 15, verse 16. You are not chosen, but I have chosen you. This is it. That you may go and get those. You are not chosen, but I have chosen you. And obey you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. So that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Listen to this and don't forget it for as long as you have. Is waiting at the place of dedication. Answer prayer is waiting at your place of dedication. When God, when the angel came to Zechariah, he wasn't praying a current prayer. He was just shouting. It wasn't a prayer of that day that God was talking about. It was a prayer he prayed before that he forgot about that was being answered at the place of dedication. There are prayers that only dedication can answer. It is not. It is not. It is not a prayer answer that is going to be answered. But your dedication triggers the answer. And, 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 and can you imagine the angel came to where he expected Zechariah to be with the answer, and Zechariah wasn't there that day. Meaning, his answer returned back to him. There are so many people whose answers return because God never found them where they were meant to be. I prophesy to somebody here today, your answer is coming right now. Number 10, dedication to God is key to the fulfillment of things. Exodus 23, 26, and the number of the days I will fulfill as you are dedicated. No devil can take you out if God needs you here. Say that again. No devil can take you out if God needs you here. Listen, you can come to the point where you are too needed to be wasted. Too needed, too needed, too needed by God to be wasted by the devil. You can come to the point where you are too committed to be eliminated. And I don't know who the devil is today, but every devil looking forward to eliminating you or the lovers in this season, they are wasting their lives. You shall fulfill your days. Dedication to God is gateway to honor and promotion in the kingdom. Honor and promotion in the kingdom. Proverbs 27 and verse 18. He said, As he who takes the victory 
Those of you that will give you shall eat the fruit thereof. So he that waited on his master shall be honored. Do you remember the talking that took Jesus to Jerusalem? They spread trust on the ground for Jesus to master, but who master the trust? The donkey. The honor of the master is natural on the Sabbath. Very, very natural. In the book of
Three times they get a wanted to kill them all the stuff. And when they tried one, there was no failure. Two, they came from the seventh failure. Three. What is this? And then they asked them to make their trust back and go. Thank you. 
things that makes us confirm that you are dedicated to the first opinion. No, unashamed public representation of the kingdom, unashamed and unhidden Christian identity. Nobody who knows you can clearly ignorance of the fact that you belong to God. A good Christian testimony in your place of work. A God glorified life in the eyes of the world. A God like Daniel in Daniel chapter 6, verse 4 to 5. You cannot take anything against Daniel except to pertain to the law of his God. And Daniel was a good one, a good recruit. I told him, man of notorious integrity. And integrity that can't be is an unhealed Christian testimony. Say in Mark chapter 8, verse 8, if anyone is ashamed of me in this world, I will be ashamed of him in the presence of my father. Number two, kingdom advancement, praying and intercession. That is dedication to the doors of the kingdom. When you pray, our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come. That means that I'm ready to That means went into intercession for the sake of the kingdom of God in Israel, so that the will of God in captivity can be completed. And of course, when the story of Anna in Luke chapter 2, verse 36 and 37, the Bible says she fasted. She sat for night and day with fasting. Kingdom, advancement, praying, and intercession. You are dedicated to the expansion of the kingdom on earth at the place of prayer. Number three is evangelism and soul winning anymore. Evangelism and soul winning anymore. We saw that in John chapter 15, verse 1 to 3, and in verse 16, he said, the reason why I chose you is that you want to bring fruit and that your fruit should be. If nobody is following you to heaven, something is wrong with your life. If nobody is letting anything from you, it's possible you are wasting your life. Please ensure, ensure that you are in that. That is kingdom. Evangelism is so great anymore. And then number four is kingdom promotion giving and sacrifices. Kingdom promotion giving and sacrifices. The centurion single-handedly built the house of God in Luke chapter 7, verse 4, all the way to verse 5. For he loved our nation. He has built us in Sinai. Psalm 132, verse 1 to 5, we saw David saying he was not going to sleep until he found God the house. The education involves a donation of life and a donation of all that one has. The donation of life and a donation of all that one has. Finally, is in-house service. In-house Kingdom service. That is, Psalm 84 is there. I would rather be a God in the house of the Lord than to burn in the depths of wickedness. I would rather be a God of God in house service. In house service. Serving excitedly in the unit of the church. In Luke chapter 5, and chapter 1, verse 5 to 14, the song that I read already. Serving God with dedication. Listen to this. Sitting in the church as an executive Christian. Places a limit on your possibilities in the kingdom. Today, I announce to you a new day is upon you. Everyone who does not know that you belong to God in this season, they shall know. If there is somebody who has been impacted by the world, stand on your feet in the shadow of praise. Jesus Christ. You 
dedicated time for education to the cost of the kingdom. Thank you, Father, for hearing me in Jesus' name. That grace is released upon you. Now, give him a clap and a shout of praise and a step of seat and see the prayer of the prayer.
there are irreversible blessings that you are victorious with your children. Lift up your two hands. Make or renew your choice to be dedicated to God and to the cause of His kingdom. Make or renew your choice to be dedicated to God and to the cause, the cause of His kingdom. Make or renew your choice to be dedicated to God. And to the cause of the Savior. Renew your choice to be dedicated to God and to the cause of the Savior. You can't be sold out to God and not stand out in life. What 
is the work of an encounter. It has been said that life is an adventure in opportunities. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11, the Bible says that the race is not to the swift, the battle is not to the strong, bread is not to the wise, riches not to men of understanding, and favor not to men of skill. But time and chance, or time and opportunity, happens to them all. There is no greater opportunity in destiny than an encounter with God. When a man encounters God, everything changes. First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 21. And the Lord appeared again unto Samuel at Shiloh. And the Lord appeared unto Samuel, or revealed himself to Samuel, by the word of the Lord. The start of the destiny of Samuel was at the point of his encounter with God. If you check through the scriptures, you will discover that the beginning of every great destiny starts with the encounter with God. When a man encounters God, his story is rewritten. You have come to this mountain of Shiloh. As you encounter God here, your story shall be rewritten. Somebody believe this day loud and I said, as you encounter God here, your story shall be rewritten. When we look at scriptures, we begin to see examples that are illustrations of the transformative power of encountering God. In 2 Corinthians 3, the Bible said, we are with open face, beholding as the glass, the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory as by the Spirit of the Lord. In other words, every encounter with God will always provoke a change of story. For somebody upon this mountain, by the time you are returning, your description has changed supernaturally. Somebody believe it's in louder. Amen. Now let's take some examples from scriptures and see how the stories of men were changed as they encounter God. Number one example is we look at the example of Abraham. One encounter turned Abraham into a symbol of generational blessing. Abraham had lived for 75 years. Nothing to be written about him. Nothing to be recorded concerning him. The time has passed, passed and it was passing with the time. But in chapter 12 of Genesis, beginning from verse 1, the Bible said, The Lord had said unto Abraham, Arise, depart from your father's house, go to a place that I will show you, and as you go, I will bless you. He said, And as you go, I will bless thee, I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And the Spirit tells us there, I will bless them that bless thee, and I will curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. We look at the story of Abraham and we discover from that point forth, the story of Abraham changed. He seemed to have been written off, but by an encounter, his story was written again. For somebody here, I don't know who may have written you off, but on this mountain of my encounter, God will rewrite your story. The man who had no identity in chapter 12 of Genesis, we are told concerning Abraham, 
in chapter 13 and verse 1. The Bible says, verse 1 and 2, verse 7 Abraham. It said that Abraham became very rich in silver, in gold, in cattle. He became very rich in silver and in gold and in cattle. Everything began to multiply around him because an encounter provoked him into the realm of blessing. For somebody here, I see the encounters upon this mountain taking you to the realm of blessing. How blessed was Abraham? In Genesis chapter 14, verse 14 to 20, we are told concerning Abraham how that he had 318 of his own armed bodyguards. How much was the population of the earth in the day of Abraham? The Bible says he had 318 of them trained and armed. to the point that the Bible says that they went and took on three nations and won the battle. A man against nations. On the basis of an encounter that brought about a change of story. In Genesis 24, we are told concerning Abraham in verse 1. It says, Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So the man Abraham became the description of blessing. To the point that we are told in the New Testament, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and verse 14. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Being made a cause for us when it's written, cause is everyone that hangs upon the tree, that's the blessing of Abraham, may call upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, and that we may receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Abraham became synonymous with blessing on the basis of an encounter with God. My prayers are for each one of us by the encounter you are having upon this mountain, your story and your description will change supernaturally. Somebody believe you see loud that you I said your story and your description will change supernaturally. You believe you see loud that So finally now, becoming the epitome of blessing on the basis of an encounter with God. In Isaiah chapter 51, verse 1 to 3, we are told there. He said, He that fall after righteousness, look unto Abraham your father, look unto Sarah that dead, if I called him alone and blessed him. He said, The Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all of our waste places. He will make our wilderness like Eden and our desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. When you look at that, that describes what happened to Abraham, and Abraham became the pattern of blessing for you and for me. What that simply means is that you trace back the story of Abraham is starting at the point of that encounter. From the age of 0 to 75, there was no mark. But by the time Abraham encountered God, his story was rewritten. Do you know what it means for a person to live 75 years and there is nothing to document about him? Nothing to write home about. So much so that when he said, I'm going to wherever they said I should go, nobody's trying to stop him because it did not matter to them. Whether he was going to live or die was of no relevance. Nobody was bothered about whether we buried or not. There was no one who was going to check where his best life was going to be. But then suddenly something changed. He met with God and suddenly his story changed. Today we are still talking about a man people forgot about at the beginning. 75 years of irrelevance. But yet one encounter brought him to eternal relevance. There is somebody hearing my voice this morning. People may have forgotten about you, reading your story 
but as you meet with God upon this mountain, God will change your story. Children of promise like Isaac was. 
When Paul was a child of promises, it means two things. One, he was promised. Two, he had potential. Promises are things that have the ability to happen. But the potential could not come forth until he had an encounter. Please hear this. Potential will never be provoked until you have an encounter. It is an encounter that provokes the potential inside of you. For somebody upon this mountain, the encounter that will unleash what God has put inside of you will occur upon this mountain. If you believe me, say loud I am. I said, if you believe me, say loud I am. The third example we have is the example of Jacob. Jacob was a man that was a fugitive. Jacob ran away from his brother to the land of his uncle, Laban. Jacob again carried his coat and ran away from Laban, finding a place to hide. He was a man on the run. He was a man on the run. An individual that seemed to have no identity. But then in Genesis 32, the Bible says verse 24 down to verse 28. And they wrestled a man with Jacob when he was left alone. And he wrestled with him to the day of breaking of dawn. Let me go. He said, for the day of breaking, I will not let you go until you bless me. I said, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. He will no longer be called Jacob. But now, Israel, for as a prince, you have power with God and with men and your prevailed. Look at that concerning Jacob. A man who was a fugitive suddenly was converted by one encounter into a nation. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and then it lighted upon all of Israel. By one encounter, the story of Jacob turned around. Look at a man running from one place to another, trying to hide. But then God says, no, you are no more a man. By this encounter, you have become a nation. You know, one thing men can hide, but nations can hide. He became an uncomfortable entity. The Bible tells us concerning Jacob how that this man became Israel. He entered into the land of Egypt, and by the time it was the Israel was coming, that was three million people strong. From one man, a definite encounter, giving him a definite place in destiny. For somebody, the encounter you have upon this mountain will give you a definite place in destiny. Somebody will be saying, "How are you?" example of Moses. Moses is an interesting case. He was born and then taken to the house of Pharaoh, where he was raised by the daughter of Pharaoh. He was raised among royalty. But Moses was a man that, you know, understood that he was sent as it were for the liberty of the people of Israel. But he was a man without an encounter. He went, tried to deliver one Israelite from one Egyptian. Somebody sent to deliver an entire nation. He tried to deliver one, and as a result of that, he went into exile. Troubles on every side. And now Moses is at the age of 80, traumatized by his experience. The Bible said that Moses, by the way, was in Egypt, was mighty in words and mighty in wisdom. But by the trauma he experienced, I believe, Moses had become a chronic star. No longer could he, he could not put sentences together anymore. Because of the trauma of his experience. But then suddenly God appeared in Exodus chapter 3 and said, I will turn aside and see this great sight. And from that encounter, 
The Bible says Moses rose from the point. Look at what it says concerning Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 10 down to verse 12. The one who was a stammerer, who could not speak, who had no effect, the one who was relegated to the backside of the wilderness, he said, There arose not in Israel any prophet, beginning from the 70s. He said, There arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord did what? Kneel face to face. What was the product of that encounter? Signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt. And all his life, and to all of his land. Look at verse 12 concerning this same man, Moses. He said, And all the mighty hand, and all the great terror which Moses showed in the sight of all of Israel. Nobody compared to him by reason of one encounter with God. One encounter with God. He knew it face to face. And nobody could stand before his face. By reason of one encounter, the story of Moses changed. Please hear this. It is never too late when a man meets God. They tell you that time has passed. That your sins has gone. Like they thought that Moses' case was closed. But at that age of 80, he had one encounter with God. And tomorrow Moses can never be forgotten. By one encounter with God. My prayer today is that for each one of us upon this mountain, you will encounter God in an irrecoverable manner. You believe this in love, amen. Yeah. Who else? We have Gideon in scriptures. Gideon was a man that was hiding himself because of the terrorism of the Midianites. But in chapter 6 of Judges, verse 12 down to verse 16, the Bible said, The angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon. And as a result of that appearance, that encounter, the story of Gideon changed. Is that God? In this that might. He became a man of might. A weakling became a hero on the basis of an encounter. When you encounter God, your description suddenly changes. God met Gideon hiding, but by reason of that encounter, Gideon became the standard of the nation. There are people here today who perhaps you have been hiding, you have been undercover. There has been no way to unveil the things that God has put inside of you. But by one encounter, by one encounter, by one encounter, upon this mountain, there will be a change of story for you. I said there will be a change of story for you. By one encounter upon this mountain, there will be a change of story for you. It came to the point that you began to shout, the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. The sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. He was a man by reason of that encounter that became the epitome of the standard of God for the nation. He became by reason of one encounter. That's going to be some of the experience here. In the name of Jesus Christ. We come over to the New Testament and we find about Peter. Who was Peter? Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. A frustrated fisherman. But encountered Christ. A frustrated fisherman. We have toiled all night. We have come not. He was a man that perhaps did not know how to feed his children. Everything looked upside down. He was a man that was on the brink of 
business collapsed, and then Jesus encountered him. And by that one encounter, Peter became the leading apostle. By one encounter with Christ. You look at Acts chapter 2, and the Bible shows how Peter jumped out and began to speak to the nation from verse 14 to verse 41. And by Peter's declarations and speaking, 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ on the spot and were added to the church. One encounter catapulted him to relevance. Where were the other fishermen who were around Peter at that time? Many of them, no record. Peter was not an educated man, but he was a man with an encounter. Your certificate will not matter if you don't encounter God. Please hear this and hear very well. Your ultimate advantage in destiny is an encounter with God. Daniel 11:32. Those that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. For you, this will be your mountain of encounters. Someone believe this day in our diamond. I said, Someone believe this day in our diamond. In Acts 5, verse 1 to 16, that told you concerning Peter, Peter the apostle was always separated from the rest by that encounter. He said there, he said that Peter was walking and he said they brought people that were sick from all the villages, the towns all around, and they put them on couches. He said, so that the shadow of Peter by any means may not overshadow some of them. He said, but as Peter passed, they were healed, every one of them. By one encounter, we saw Peter operating in realms that were on heaven. There are people who will begin to operate in realms that no one has ever heard of before. You believe this is out there? Who else? We have Paul, who was a nuisance to the kingdom, but by reason of an encounter, he became a kingdom celebrity. A nuisance. A nuisance to the kingdom. But by encounters. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 to 7, verse 1 in particular, the Bible says, concerning people, he said this, he said, I will come now to visions and to revelations of the Lord. That was what changed the story of Paul. Visions and revelations of the Lord. He was a man of deep encounters, a man of vivid visitations. And as a result of that, he gave a man of outstanding manifestations. You and I must understand that in an encounter that makes the difference in the journey of life and destiny. Concerning Paul, we are told in Acts chapter 14 and verse 11, it said that God had come to us in the likeness of men. He was a man of unusual encounters. And as a result of that, he became a man of unusual manifestations. You remember that big one in the book of Acts chapter 19, verse 14 and 15, that captured the seven sons of Zephyr. He said, Jesus, I know. And what? Paul, I know. He said, but who are you? I know Paul. His name is fear in hell. By the encounter with God, he became a terror to the kingdom of darkness. There is somebody hearing me that by the encounter you are having upon this mountain, you will become a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Somebody believe me, say loud, amen. I said, somebody believe me, say loud, amen. Somebody believe me, say the loudest ever. From heaven, the testimony of God, my father, I said that he was reading the book, the apostle of faith. 
concerning sweet people's book, he had an encounter just by testimony that he saw. You see, God will give you visitations to any other day. So don't talk with it. How he said that he saw in that book how sweet people's of came out because he had some noise in his house and entered the room and saw a, an image sitting upon a rocking, his rocking chair, rocking back and forth with no balls. And he said, he looked at it and turned back and he said, I didn't even know it's you the devil, but went back to see. By that encounter, he said, something exploded concerning his placement in Christ. That I've seen that far above all principalities and powers. And by that encounter, we have seen how he has become a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Where he comes to kidnap the person and say, and the person say, I'm a son of the will say, What did you say? Son of some years ago, somebody was going to shoot. And then one of us met him on the road and stopped him. And then his fire fell out. When the fire fell out, he saw the picture of God's house on it. He said, What? He said, I'm going to shoot. He carried the fire, put it back in the Bible, he said, Return the slap back. Return it. If that is where you are going, return the slap back. There is somebody here by the encounter you are having upon this mountain, you will become a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Somebody believe me, say it louder, amen. 